Welcome to the Small Lore Podcast. My name is Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who did not go to kinder first in school, Brandon Siegel. I did not get a kinder first. However, my roommate, Ben, did go to kinder first. Okay, so should we talk about this? Because I think we need to address the listeners this. are probably very confused right now. Um, so my roommate, Ben, one day we were talking, and uh, Ben is a little bit old for our grade. Not super old, but he's a little bit. And then he told us he went to kinder first, which I have never heard of in my life. Um, and it is a grade that you go to between kindergarten and first grade. So naturally, we uh, make fun of him, uh, joke around, and uh, so now it's on the podcast. So now all of yeah. you guys can know that my roommate, Ben, uh, who has been on the podcast um, and is in the room currently, went to kinder first. I'm still having a hard time believing it, honestly. <laughs> I don't think it exists. We looked it up yesterday. It didn't exist yesterday. So I don't think it ever existed. I'm pretty sure that's, it was something that's made up in Cincinnati. Um, but I think we'll have a fun podcast day. We have a lot planned. A lot has happened in the sports world because football has started up. Uh, we got college football that started and the NFL starts this coming week. Um, so exciting stuff. So why don't you give us a rundown for uh, today's episode? All right. So today we got DeMarcus Cousins doing uh, some really bad things. <laughs> Questionable um, things. Yes. USA Basketball, their win over the Czech Republic. Uh, the NFL injury problem that is becoming a bigger and bigger problem. We will talk about that. Small talk trivia, randomly ranked. And for our main topic, we're going to get into talking about the college football games from this past week. And then we will preview some of the college football games next week and week one of the NFL. A lot of fun uh, stuff and a lot of potentially great things happening to the podcast in the future, which uh, stay tuned, everyone, because you know might have some good news coming up. But to start off small talk today, DeMarcus Cousins, uh, he hasn't had a good couple weeks. He, he's out for the year will not be able to play in the Lakers, which I don't know if that's necessarily a good or bad thing for the Lakers because he didn't look so good on the Warriors truly ever. Um, and I actually have a hot take on DeMarcus Cousins, which I'll say in next second. Um, and then recently he just got married to his, uh, his new fiance. They just got married and he has a seven-year-old son with uh, an ex-girlfriend of his and she refused to let him go their son, they have a seven-year-old son, she refused to let him go to his new wedding uh, with his new girlfriend. Um, and I'm going to take a word out of the sentence that he said, because it's not such a nice word, but he said um, to that, he threatened her by saying, I'm going to put a bullet in your head. Um, which is obviously, I don't know, I feel like universally we should not say that to people, right? Yeah. <laughs> good, good analyst by Trevor. Yeah, let's <laughs> not say, that's not a sentence you should say to people. Um, it did seem like he egged him on, but nevertheless, he said this is not a statement we ever want to hear from anyone, whether regardless of their professional athlete or not. So what do you think of this whole situation? Do you think anything's going to come from this? Because there was recorded footage of him saying, I'm going to put a bullet in your head. Yeah, so this is an audio clip. So we know for sure that this happened. So there's no way that this can be defended. Um, this is obviously very bad. There should be some kind of action taken um, against DeMarcus Cousins by the police. Um, I would think that there will be something. Now, there are many occasions where you have athletes that somehow do get out of things like this, so I wouldn't be surprised if he does get out of it, but I hope he doesn't because he shouldn't. Mm-hmm. That's all I have and to he- say. And here's my hot take on DeMarcus Cousins. I don't think he'll play an NBA game again. Uh, I think at this point you have two back-to-back really big injuries. And not only that, they're huge injuries. I mean, you got were both of them ACLs, or was one an Achilles? Uh, I think it, there was one that was an Achilles. So I those Achilles injuries, you don't come back from. It's very, 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 very hard to do that. And there's very few players ever who have come back the same way they were before. I don't know if 
he's going to be able to bounce around uh, anymore. It seems like he's just taking little deals to win. But at this point, why are you taking the risk? I just feel like players are not going to be – or teams are not going to be taking a risk on a player like this when they can get a younger guy who they can, they can maybe develop um, who actually might play. So for me, I my hot take is that I don't think he'll play another NBA game ever again. And maybe some people don't think that's quite as hot of a take as I think it is. But, you know, it's interesting. Three, four years ago, DeMarcus Cousins is one of the best centers, maybe even one of the best players in the NBA. I mean, he truly was having, I mean, fantastic seasons with the Kings. And even with the Pelicans, I didn't think he was that bad. So it's interesting to me to see that a player of that stature that not long ago was that good, I, I truly believe he will not play another game in the NBA. I mean, from the off court problems to, I mean, just riddled with injuries and big injuries. Um, it's not like it's like a nagging thing. It's These are continuous injuries that are huge. So I, I don't think he'll shoot up again for another NBA game. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's that would be too surprising, which sounds crazy, the fact that he was one of the top 10 players in the NBA not even like two or three years ago. Um, so this is very insane that this is happening now with the injuries, now with these threats. Um, so I wouldn't be too surprised if that happened either, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess I wish him the best in the future, but as of now, it's not looking good, and hopefully this gets situated out where something happens. It doesn't seem like his ex-girlfriend or him are very good people, but moving on, uh, Team USA played their first official game um, in the uh, World Cup. They played against the Czech Republic and won 88-67. Uh, I don't know. It seemed like it was a good game. It didn't seem like they, they were that bad um, or that... It didn't seem like they played terribly. Uh, so how, how are you feeling for Team USA? Here's a couple numbers that I found. It seems like uh, Team USA shot 50, 55% uh, from the field, uh, 38.5% from three-pointer versus Czech Republic, who shot 39% of the field. That's pretty terrible. And 44 from three. Uh, so, you know, it did it all right. What do you think? How do you think this game went? Um, I think it went all right for the USA. I mean, I think ultimately they still probably should be the favorite because regardless of the fact that so many of the best players in the NBA are still not uh, partaking on the USA national team. I think you're seeing that with like the Canadian national team as well. Um, and some of the other teams that could potentially be favorites. This is something that's just happening in the NBA in general, where they're not uh, participating for the national team as much. So Canada, or what am I talking Canada. about? Canadian national team has also lost some of their best players who are not partaking in this. So I think the USA should still be the favorite. I still think they will win. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it, it's unfortunate that they're not playing, but I still think the USA will win. Yeah, I mean, some of the guys seem like they played all right. We have Don Mitchell who scored 16. Um, it seems like he played okay. Um, Joe Harris is getting a lot of time. He got 20 minutes in the game. That's insane. Yeah, it is insane <laughs> that Joe Harris is getting 20 minutes on the on Team USA. It seems like they're playing with what they got. Um I'm interested to see, like, if they go against Giannis, like, what happens. You know, someone of that stature, uh, someone that big, you know, if they can beat a team like that. Even with the players. I mean, they have a lot of good players, but they don't have any great players. There's no one on their team that I'm I'm dropping $50 million on. But uh, overall, I don't know. I think they'll still win. I agree with you. Uh, But this game's impressive, nevertheless. They won by 21. Um, But moving forward, the NFL. I wanted to talk about this a little bit. Um, is having a little bit of a problem. LeRon McClain, who is a fullback, he was actually on the Ravens, um, talked about his head injuries and was saying how he needs some like major, major help. Um, you know, he publicly said this. We see players like Andrew Luck who are quitting and saying that 
there's no fun in football anymore. He's injured all the time. You see players like Gronk, who was recently at a CBD convention, saying that you know players should be able to use CBD and how it, again the injuries took away the fun. Is football too dangerous? Or oh, do, does obviously there's some sort of injury problem. We've talked about this and definitely with concussions. Do you think the NFL should do more than they're doing, or do you think you know it's kind of like I don't? There's not a ton we can do. You know, these, it's a rough sport. You know, there's risks in taking it. What, what do you think, Trevor? Um, I think it's more of the, the latter of what you said, that there's n- only so much you can do ultimately. Um, I don't think as big as NFL is, it's not like it's ever going to, like, just go away. Like, it's always going to be there. Um, so I think we have to manage it the best we can, and I think the NFL is making a pretty good effort to do that. Obviously, now we have safer helmets. Um, they've made other decisions to make it more safer or safer so I think there's only so much you can do ultimately I think that I think that these players just have to make the decision the best decision that they think is necessary for their own health and I think that we really need to put an emphasis on making sure that these players even when they're like in high school and going into college are like getting in like having other interests like getting into different businesses especially when you have this platform when you're in the NFL you really need to be taking advantage of that time you have in the NFL to get other projects started um just like getting in other businesses investing I think that really needs to be a high priority for these players yeah I mean some of the things Laurel McLean said were you know very disturbing they I think they need to do a better job of mental health um, and, you know, having guys who can reach out to these players in the past who want this help and get them to the right place. So whether it's mental health professionals or, you know, you know physical health professionals, uh, you know, some doctors that are meant to talk, be able to talk to them and figure out what an issue is in the best place to put them. I think the NFL does need to take some form of responsibility in a sense where, you know, they need to seek out claims like this and to do something about it. You know, it's tough to let these players that were in your league go on in life and their, their brains are just pounded in and they, they, they got nothing left um, and they have all these head injuries and stuff so something needs to happen you know it's sad to see players this young like Luck and Gronk uh, Gronkowski to stop playing you know Rob Gronkowski is one of the best tight ends ever we only got him for a couple years you know he, there were so many times he was hurt we only had him on the field for a little bit I mean we got to see greatness for a little bit which is great but not for that long so I think the NFL needs to do a better job of figuring out for running backs, receivers, fullbacks, quarterbacks, um, linebackers. You know, how can we get the guys that are just killing their heads? How can we get these guys in a better spot uh, to stay healthy, be in the league, and after the league, you know, how to keep their health um, at the highest it can be? Yeah, I agree with what you said. And just to add to that, we can't have people who are just like all this backlash that came out on Andrew Luck and like it's just very unnecessary to hate on someone who's making the best decision for himself when you really right. don't know uh, what he's truly going through so we this needs to stop because I feel like you I'm sure there's so many players in the NFL that because of things like this they're afraid to stop playing because then they're worried about this kind of backlash so I think that's something that also needs to stop it, it, it's sad I mean like if Earl Thomas today was like I, I can't do it I gotta I gotta stop. I'd be crushed, but at the same time, like, you're making a smart choice for your health. You know, to see these Colts fans boom at the game, I know most fans weren't like that, I'd say. I feel like universally most fans weren't like that, but to see someone that's so well loved by a city get booed, 
for quitting because his head is getting killed and all these injuries he's had, he just can't play, that fun's not in the game. You know, it's sad to me. You know, we, we should support these players, whether they're on the team or off the team, um, and especially for health reasons. So overall, I, I, I'm much more of a type of a positive thinker in that aspect where you know, we got to root on these players for making smarter choices for them. Um, but moving on, that's going to finish up small talk for today. Uh, we're going to move over to small talk trivia. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure you went first last time, so I, I think I'll go first for small talk trivia today. Um, and we have a good one, I think. We're tied 8-8 eight to eight right now. It's, it's a close game. Uh, we'll talk about maybe stopping at 10. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe you guys comment, see if you want us to stop at 10. We can restart. Maybe we can tweak it up a little bit, change it a little bit. But we'll see. For today, I will start. Um, so here's my question for you. Um, it is about the NCAA, um, and this is not going to be my question, but you know the team that's won the most national championships, correct? In basketball? In college basketball. You can just say yes or no. You don't even yeah, have to yeah. answer. Yeah, I know the answer. So my question is not who's won the most. My question is who has won the second most? Okay, second most college basketball championships. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I know the most, I believe, is UCLA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so second most. Okay, so... Duke's an option. Kentucky's an option. Um, Kansas has some. I, North Carolina has a decent amount. I think North Carolina, Duke, and Kentucky are like the top three options I have here for the second most. Okay. Um, so, so it's tough to pick between them, though. Yeah, there's no other team that I think would have more than those three. Other than UCLA, obviously. Okay. So... Man, oh, I don't have enough, I don't really have a ton of time to like go through the years, but I know like Carolina won in '09, and then they won like recently. So I know they for sure have, and then they won '05. They have three, at least three this century. Duke has had at least two this century, probably more than that. I think they won like one of the first years in two thousands. Um, man, this is so tough. Kentucky's had some. You know what? I think I'm gonna go with my gut instinct here. And I'm going to say that it's North Carolina. Okay. Um, is incorrect. Okay. They are third with six. Wow. 57, okay. 82, 93, 05, 09, and 2017. So you yep. were right in all those years. Uh, number one was UCLA with 11. Yes. And number two has eight. It's Duke, isn't it? It is not Duke. Duke has five. It's Kentucky. Kentucky is number okay. two. You did have you had all the right people. It was UCLA, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke. They were all there. Right. Um, Kansas is not on the top five. Picked the wrong. Uh, one. But they do have a couple at the least. Yeah. Um, but so Dang. your score will stay at eight for today. Oh, it's very close. Okay. So what is your question for this week? All right. So in the twenty twenty recruiting class in basketball, right. Evan Mobley is the number one ranked prospect, and he is committed to USC. Correct. Which is a Pac twelve school. Who is the last number one prospect in ESPN's recruiting rankings to play for a Pac-12 or Pac-10 school? Oh. Um, okay, interesting question. So, I know, I don't remember if OJ Mayo was the number one overall recruit, and that was USC. You switched up with me, so I don't think it's USC. I think we got to go back and think about who went to the Pac-12 recently. Um, I don't know if Aiton was a top recruit. Aiton was two years ago, am I correct? Yeah, yep. So he was two years ago, and two years ago was also Bagley's year. He reclassified. 
but I think Aiden might have been the top. W- wasn't two years ago also Fultz? No, no, no. Fultz was three. He was three years ago as a recruiting class. So I, I feel like it's Aiden. I'm going to go with Aiden. It is not Aiden. Oh, no. The answer is Kevin Love. Oh, in you see 2007. Oh, so yes. O.J. Mayo was not O.J. Mayo top. was in that class, but he, he was, was third. DeAndre Ayton also, I believe, was third. Because Bagley was the one in his class. I thought Bagley would... Bagley was either one or two. Bagley was one. I, I remember seeing it. If it. I don't know if it's going to look right now, but Bagley was one in that 2017 right. class. And Ayton, right. I think, was third. Yeah, here it is. He's Ayton was third. Ayton was third. So, Interesting. Yeah. All right. Yep. It was a good question. So we, we're going to stay tied at eight for this week. Um, both of us had pretty good questions, I think. Tell, t- comment below or uh, leave us a review. Put five stars. And tell us if you got the uh, questions right. We'd love to know if you guys got them. Uh, but moving on to Randomly Ranked. We have a fun one for Randomly Ranked today. Uh, we're going to go top five for this topic, too. We're going to go top five favorite ice cream flavors. Now, we're doing it where, like, we're not going to say, like, we like chocolate ice cream from this place with hot fudge and sprinkles and all that. No, it's just the flavor. Okay? So I went first with the question. Would you like to go first for Randomly Ranked? Yeah, I could go first. So, with my number five, I am going with Milk and Cookies from Ben & Jerry's. Good solid Ben & Jerry's is one of my favorite ice cream places there is. I will get to, you will find out which of my favorite places is next. Um, because my number four selection comes from Handles. Oh, Handles. Which, it, it's, you That's have the have ice handles. cream. That's the ice cream. You need to Sponsor us, Handles. We you want your ice not. creams. And Oreo cheesecake is number four for me from Handles. Good flavor. Number three, I'm going with salted caramel core from Ben and Jerry's. All right. Number two, I'm going with Reese's ice cream from Handles. And number one, another Handles ice cream is cookie dough. Now I could have easily said like cookie dough from Ben and Jerry's is number two, but I didn't want to do that. Um, so I'm just going to use one cookie dough here. So that is my number one. Very nice. So I'm going to go on a little bit of a different route, but, you know, we'll see. Top five favorite ice creams. My number five and four are just normal flavors. I'm just doing generic flavors, not from any places. My top three are from three places. My top – my fir- number five is cookie dough. Cookie dough is just kind of like a great flavor all around. So the reason I picked it – I feel like anywhere cookie dough is pretty good. Number four is cookies and cream. That's my favorite generic ice cream flavor that I feel like you can get from almost any ice cream place. Another super solid, you cannot go wrong, great in milkshakes. Now here's where we're gonna get to actual places. Number three, uh, you Clevelanders will know this. Mitchell's ice cream, okay? Chocolate peanut butter cup. I love Reese's, I love chocolate. Just put it all together, put it in some ice cream. Mitchell's does a great job with that. Shout out Mitchell's. Number two favorite ice cream is actually an ice cream place here in Bowling Green. It's Eric's ice cream. Have you been there? I actually have not. <laughs> oh, it's, pretty, it's actually really, really I, good. I I'm very have. impressed. It's on Wooster, so if you BG people go to Eric's ice cream. It's very good and sponsors Eric's. Eric's Death by Chocolate ice cream. Uh, it's just a lot of chocolate and some ice cream. And as you know, I love my sweets. I love chocolate. And the number one is Handel's ice cream. Chocolate peanut butter brownie. Ooh. Hands down the best flavor at Handel's. I will fight it to the death. It's hands down the best ice cream flavor. Everyone should go try Handel's. Shout out Handel's. Please sponsor us. <laughs> we, we just have all ice cream places to sponsor us. Just get Ben & Jerry's. Get Mitchell's. Eric's ice cream. Handles, just throw us that bag, give us a sponsorship. We'll put your ice cream out here, we'll eat your ice cream. I mean, I feel like it's a good deal all around, right? Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> all right, well, Ben's moving a, on. Ben's over there making a face. Yeah, Ben's unhappy. He wants the ice cream. That's what's happening here. <laughs> moving on to our main topic. Um, we have a lot 
in terms of main topic, a lot of football, because a lot of football is happening. Uh, we're going to go over the Contraball pre- uh, review of the games that happened yesterday um, and earlier this, uh, towards the end of this week, but earlier than Saturday. Um, so a lot happened. Uh, first, I want to start with a big upset, um, which it was not in the top 25, but Tennessee lost to Georgia State. How, how, do, how do you feel about that? You know, we always get one of these upsets. It's just really hard to predict which one it's going to be. So I definitely didn't expect this, but um, we were going to get one of them. So that's the one it was. Of course, of course. So we'll just kind of go down. Uh, Alabama, Clemson, uh, both kind of – Here's you – know, I was talking about this with my roommate Ben, who went to kinder first. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alabama was like a 30-some point favorite over Duke. Like not like – not like FCS South or, you know, whatever NCAA football calls their FCS teams. I'm saying over Duke, they were like a 30-some point favorite. That's it, generous to Duke, honestly. <laughs> it's generous to Duke. Uh, they ended up winning 42-3, to and they did cover the spread, but it was kind of close, uh, to be honest. Um, we got a number one team, Clemson. Clemson beat Georgia Tech 52-14. But Trevor Lawrence didn't have a good game. How are you feeling on Trevor Lawrence this year? Yeah, you know, I was seeing... Um, on all the ESPN shows, they were talking about, like, should we be worried about Trevor Lawrence? And my response to this is, this is nonsense. It's one game. Let's just wait and see. A, a few more weeks down the line, they still blew out Georgia Tech. It wasn't his greatest game, but he's only a sophomore still. So mm-hmm. let's give it time. Let's not go crazy here. And what about Travis Ntn, the running back from Clemson? 12 carries, 205 yards, and three touchdowns. Uh, I mean, that's a Doik winner if I ever see it. the Doik Walker Doak. Trophy. I think it's Doik. Because <laughs> it's D O A K. I think it's Doke. All right, I'll say Doke then. <laughs> Doke Walker Trophy is the best running back in college football. And I mean, Travis NTN, I, I think he'll end up being a, a first round pick. So, what do you think? Do you think he could uh, claim that trophy at the end of the year? Yeah, I don't know a ton about him, so I, I'm definitely going to have to watch more than uh, just seeing some highlights. But, I mean, this is really impressive. 205 yards in any game is impressive, especially Georgia Tech, who is. Formidable. I mean, they're not. It's. It's not like this is some like FCS opponent that Clemson's up yeah, against. Yeah, it's it's same so, conference. So I mean, it's yeah, a pretty good opponent. Definitely impressive. Uh, we're gonna move along a little bit. Um, a lot of very interesting games this week. Uh, you see Ohio State only winning forty-five to twelve. What do, what what do you think of that? Did did Ohio State? Did you catch any of the Ohio State game? I, I watched a little bit of it. Did, did did Justin Fields look impressive to you? Did he look okay? What, what do you think? I thought he did. Um, I, I didn't watch a ton of this game live, but from what I saw, some of the passes I saw, now, they weren't like in like super tight coverage, but they were right on point, some of the throws I saw, and some of the runs. I think he's super athletic, definitely a good dual-threat quarterback. So I like Justin Fields from what I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might be a little biased in this description. Uh, maybe you can correct me a little bit. I, I wasn't overly impressed by Ohio State. I thought they would do better than they did. It's the same thing with Michigan. That's true. But I, I wasn't, like, blown out of the water by Ohio State. Uh, I thought they looked a little rough at times. Uh, no, nothing looked, you know, super fluid to me. Um, Justin Fields, I think, looked all right. I, I, I think Justin Fields is going to be amazing. I've said that on this podcast. I think he's going to go crazy. I think uh, I predicted, but my roommate was telling me I predicted five touchdowns. I thought I predicted six for Justin Fields, and he did end up with five. But speaking of predictions, this needs to be brought up. Last week on my quick prediction, I said Bowling Green State University is going to win by 42 or more points. And how many did we win by? 43. 43 points. So you were wrong. 
I said 42 or more, <laughs> and I want to point out. I thought you said exactly. No, no I don't think it was I'm exact. I'm just kidding. We I'm can go back. We you got were, the tape. You were very accurate. We got the tape. In fact, I have it in my notes. Let's see. Let's see. I have it in my notes. Now I just have BDSU wins first game. <laughs> but I know I said a certain number of points at the least. It was impressive. I'll, um, give, it, I'll give you it. And you guys all, the live studio audience, and you, Trevor, were amazed. You like, ah, that's not going to happen. We're terrible. No, we won by more than I didn't forty-two. Say that. All right, I know you didn't say we're terrible, but we won by more than forty-two. I should get another point in small time trivia just for getting that right. But moving on, okay, <laughs> moving on here. I don't know. Ohio State to me looked weak. They looked weak to me, so that's why I'm like I don't know. But to wrap up the recap, let's go over the probably the best game. It was college game day was there, uh, and I believe Fort Worth, Texas is where they played Auburn versus Oregon. It was kind of thrilling at the end. What did you think of Bo Nix? I thought he was very impressive. I mean, we were watching this game, we saw the end of it, and I thought Oregon was going to win it, as I predicted last week, but I was wrong on this one. Auburn was very impressive, Bo Nix was very impressive, and that last drive was was amazing, honestly. It really was. I, I, I kind of thought they were going to win once they uh, got that first down, but I thought it was going to be by a field goal, so when he threw that touchdown pass, uh, it was just very impressive overall. So, It was yeah. really a great game. Moving into college football next week. Uh, we have two games I'd like to talk about before we get into our NFL previews for the week. Game number one, I think game of the week, we have LSU at Texas. Who do you have as the winner? Who do you have as the MVP in this game? Um, I have LSU as the winner. I think that this will be – now, no, Texas did look impressive at times, I, th- I thought, um, in their game against Louisiana Tech, but it was Louisiana Tech. So ultimately, I think that LSU will win this game. Um, MVP – of the game, that's that's a tough one for me. I think this game's gonna be super close. Hmm. You know what? I'll just go with the quarterback, even though it's kind of boring. I'll, I'll go with Joe Burrow. Um, kind of boring, but yeah. I am gonna disagree with you. I have Texas winning this game. I have Sam Ellinger with as my MVP of the game. Three touchdowns over three hundred yards. I think they shred up LSU's defense. Give them a little wake up call. I, I think they can. Texas is better this year than people think. I truly believe that. It's in Texas. I think they take advantage of this game. I really do. I think LSU will end up being the better team at the end of the year. But as of right now, you have Sam Elger, more experienced quarterback. I think he'll play well, and Texas will take the game. Moving on to another big game that we have this week. We have Texas A&M at Clemson. Um, I think we'll end up probably having the same picks here. But uh, Kevin Mond looks good for A&M. He does look good. Um, I think A&M is going to be good this year, but uh, Clemson will end up blowing them out. I think Clemson wins by more than three touchdowns. Uh, I'm going to put a nice 24-point win for Clemson. It's, it, it's, in, it's in South Carolina, so uh, I think they'll end up winning the game. Yeah, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to totally have a totally different game next week. I think you're going to see ESPN, oh, we were, we were wrong. We shouldn't be worried about him. He's amazing. He's the best quarterback in college football because I believe he is. I think Clemson's going to blow out Texas A&M. I don't think it's going to be close. I mean, they could win by 42 points, honestly. I mm-hmm. wouldn't. I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that happens because I think they are the best team in college football, and I think they're going to blow out A&M. Mm-hmm. And final college football prediction, Bowling Green at Kansas State. Who do you have as the winner? Bowling Green is going to win against Kansas State I like, next Saturday night. I like the prediction. Um, they're going to shock the world. Just wait for it. <laughs> All right, and moving over to the NFL, we're going to preview a couple of the NFL games um, for this coming week, as it is week one. Um, so what game would you like to talk about first? We've got a lot of good ones. Why don't we just go straight away to my Ravens. Ravens at Dolphins. It's in Miami. 
Ravens are not starting off the year in or at home, uh, which they truly never do. Um, I think the Ravens will rock this game. They win by 28. Um, yeah, the Dolphins are arguably the worst team in football. Yeah, they're terrible. So I think the Ravens will definitely win this game uh, by, what would you say, about 28 points? Yep, four touchdowns. Yeah. Lamar Jackson throws for nine. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't quote me on that. Lamar Jackson uh, uh, maybe runs for a touchdown or two, and they I don't they know. Win. I, the I Ravens will definitely win um, relatively easily. Knock on wood. Yeah. Knock on wood. Um, let's go to a much more entertaining game. Steelers at Patriots. Yes. Um, that is at 820 on Sunday night. Uh, what what are you thinking for this game? I'm very excited for this game. Uh-huh. I love playing the Steelers. Uh-huh. And after last year losing that game, I was devastated. I was like, after losing the Steelers, we're not winning the Super Bowl. All hope is lost. We lost the Steelers. I can't believe it. And I was wrong about that, obviously. We did end up winning the Super Bowl anyway. It was our, It was all right. So now we're going... It was not going... all right. It wasn't a good turnout for most football fans. It was good for me, and it okay. was good for the Patriots. Whatever. And so now they will get their revenge at Gillette Stadium. They will win by two touchdowns, at least, against the Steelers next Sunday night. And we might see shades of Ben's last season. Yeah, this isn't a good game for me at all. These are my two least favorite teams. Um, I was telling Ben I'd like a tie, because, number one, it looks annoying as a record, so you're going to have to look at a tie every single week, and that would suck. <laughs> number two... It's half a win and half a loss. So both teams are losing in a sense. Now, both teams are winning. See, I would say that I can already hear Ben over in the corner say, well, both teams win a little bit too. No, they're both losing. I'm going for a tie. That's my goal. But realistically, I think the Patriots will win. Um, I actually think it's going to be closer than you think. I think they'll win by 10. Um, But to wrap up the podcast today, we're going to go through our quick predictions. What is your quick prediction, Trevor? All right, so Oklahoma is going to cover the spread. They're going to win by more than 23, which is the point spread in their game. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to score 60 points. They're going to blow them out. Jalen Hurts is going to go nuts. All right. Last week, I predicted the Bowling Green game perfectly. And I'm going to do it again. What? <laughs> I'm doing it again. Bowling Green is playing at Kansas State, as oh, we no. said. Um, I think Kansas State is going to win. And I think they will win. Wow. Bye. Boring. 30 points. 30 points. Exactly. 30 points, exactly. exactly. It is quoted, I'm saying 30 points. I think our offense will actually keep up a little bit, but at the end, I think it'll be too much. Um, so that's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. We have hit 1,000 downloads. That is a huge milestone for the podcast. We thank every single one of you for helping us out. Um, so thank you guys very much. We are now on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, TuneIn. Um, we have a lot of stuff cooking up for the podcast. You know, a lot of good things might happen. Um, so stay tuned, everyone. Please tweet us, uh, both me and Trevor, and the Small Baller Podcast Twitter at Small Baller Pod. We love hearing from you guys. Give us a follow. Give us, leave us a review. Yeah, five star review. Get, leave nice us some comments. words. We'd like to hear it. Uh, comment on our stuff, guys. Please, we like hearing from you. Um, and that being said, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Go Falcons.